0: Okay, this is welcome to our fourth and final part of our current event and weekly Bible study for uh, twelve twenty nine two thousand thirteen. And this next part, I'm just posting this in here. I've had a lot of emails about this. I guess you could consider this the health corner portion of this teaching. I'm not going to get into super super great detail on anything. It's twenty four pages. Um, I'm going to be running out of time here pretty soon and. But this is 24 pages of cost-effective, powerful, do-it-yourself detoxification protocols. These are ones that, you know, you're not going to have to break the bank to do. Some of the some of the products, like, I list, some of them can be expensive, like if you're getting into water purification. Um, as far as I know, I don't have any kind of uh, vested interest in any of these products we're getting into. I'm like, I'm, like, like I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm just saying that... From what I'm seeing, I have people email a lot of times saying, well, we're on a budget and we want to detox, what can we do? And here's some easy, low-cost things you can do and um, you need to do because they're trying to kill us probably thousands of different ways and therefore they're trying to create as toxic of an environment in our bodies so that we cannot fight back, so that we're sickly and weak And end up developing cancer or who knows what. And if we're body, soul, and spirit, we're only as strong as the weakest link. If our weak links are body, then that's where Satan will get us. He doesn't really care how he takes us out, as long as he takes us out. So, first one is the liver gallbladder flush. Um, I get into all of the things um, I recommend before you attempt the flush, you need to be on three to four capsules of choline which is available at about any health food store per day. I mean, I I carry it, but it's also available at any health food store. Um, You need to be on that three to four capsules per day uh, for at least two to three weeks before attempting the detox. The reason is, is the choline will go in and literally start dissolving any larger stones that you may have. And you need to give it a little bit of time to work. The choline defats the liver. Almost everybody's walking around with a fatty liver which will ultimately lead to a sclerotic liver. Even if you don't drink alcohol, it'll ultimately lead to a sclerotic liver. It's a sluggish liver. It doesn't do its jobs right. And it's one of the main reasons people develop cancer. Because all cancer cases are a liver case because the liver is where the carcinogenic compounds are broken down in the body through phase 1 and phase 2 cytochrome P450 enzyme pathways. And if that pathway is messed up, like it is in probably 99% of all humans then you're not going to detox properly. You're going to create uh, secondary, primary and secondary carcinogenic compounds in the bloodstream, and typically you'll start to develop cancer in one or more organs of the body, which eventually will end up spreading and killing you. So, um, you know, the MDs want to combat that by giving you more toxic compounds like chemo, which was originally leftover mustard gas from World War II, or giving you radiation, which is also causes cancer obviously. I mean look what Fukushima does and so that's how they battle it. They battle it the most asinine way you could possibly ever even conceive. Well why? because it creates further customers and creates a sick weekly weekly weak sickly individual that has to totally rely on the MDs. It's all by design. It's all to re- uh, create reoccurring revenue. It's all to create a sick, weekly popu- weak population that is totally dependent upon them. And it's also the way they get all your money at the end of your life, which is a proven fact. That many times people have saved up their whole life and they end up giving all of their life savings back to the MDs in the last six months of their lives. All by design. So, now, I'm not saying emergency medicine's not good. Not saying that save a life, do this and that, but the point is, is you cannot drug a body into good health. It is impossible. So going further, um, anyway, I'm not going to get into the specifics of the flush. This little thing gives you some a little bit of anatomy, a little bit of background here on why, how this works exactly. Tells you exactly what to do. Breaks it down like Saturday evening, Sunday. It's it's a it's a quick flush, but do the choline ahead of time because The deal is, if you have any large, like calcium oxalate stones with rough edges on them, and you just do this flush, the stones could literally tear their way out of the gallbladder. You don't want that, unless you want peritonitis, which can kill you really quick, okay? This has happened in very, 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 very few cases, but it has happened. If you take the choline ahead of time, you're going to set the stage for a much better flush. You might end up dissolving all the gallstones, which is a good thing. You might only have sludge at that point to get rid of. All the better. When I did this the first time, I passed over 100 stones. And that was back That was back before I knew about choline. Okay? That was back like, man, wow, like close to 20 years ago. And then I did it again, and I probably had about 50 stones. I did it again, I had none. So, I think if you do the choline prior to this, you're going to really get a lot better results. You're going to defat the liver, you're going to set the stage, and you're not going to be putting yourself at any risk of any stones tearing their way out of the gallbladder. Now, I've never had a case or any heard of anybody personally, but I have read some evidence that that has happened i don't want to scare you because i've never had anybody have a problem with it but it's just good to do the choline ahead of time is what i'm saying um people that have a really 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 toxic liver and gallbladder the choline is the thing to do now if you can't handle the choline let's say you start the choline let's say you just do like one with meals you're like oh oh, this is i'm detoxing i've never really had that happen but if you have a if you have a person with a really really what we call hot gallbladder Okay, you want to do bile salts then. Because that may be the only thing they can handle. Alright, bile salts, uh, you might be able to find them at some health food stores. I'm not sure. Standard Process, the professional line I carry, does make a, pro, uh, a, uh, a supplement called Colacol. And they make Colacol and Colacol-2. Too. Colacol-2 too is a bentonite, well it's a clay, essentially, like clay tablets. It's an internal detoxifier, great stuff. Okay, if you have a toxic if you got food poisoning, you take those, it binds up all the garbage. Colacol, though, just plain colacol, is bile salts, primarily. And that's, you give that to somebody that either doesn't have a gallbladder. Okay, why would you want that? Well, because you need a gallbladder to digest fats. It stores bile. Well, I had mine removed. Well, that's very common. It's, it's one of the most idiotic procedures that has ever been invented. Well, I had to. It was infected. Well, I understand that. But if they would, if you would have just, if the MDs would have told you the truth before it ever got that bad, you could have done a liver gallbladder cleanse and then it wouldn't have got that bad. You you, you could have saved your gallbladder. Okay? But remember, it's all about reoccurring revenue. Removing someone's gallbladder is one of the worst things you can do, especially on a woman. Because when you do that, you'll never digest fats again ever properly. Well then what happens to fats when they go bad in the body, in the gut? They go rancid. Proteins putrefy if they're not digested properly. Fats fats go rancid, and carbohydrates ferment. Okay? So that's what happens when you're not digesting any of those things. So now you have these rancid fats in the intestinal tract. The body absorbs them. Now you have rancid fats in the bloodstream, it creates a toxic environment. Guess what? Your liver has to have fats in the form of the sterol portion of the cholesterol in order to make all the hormones in your body. So many women that get their gallbladder removed find that their hormones get all totally messed up because, because they can't digest fats anymore, and the fats they are getting are rancid in the bloodstream, and you can't properly make hormones without the sterol portion of cholesterol. Oh, I thought cholesterol was evil. No, wrong. You have to have it in order to make hormones. That's why people that get on cholesterol-lowering drugs many times go nuts because their hormones get so far out of whack that they can't see straight anymore and they go crazy. Then they prescribe them Prozac. It's all by design. Every bit of it. Then they give them them statin drugs which shuts down the the, uh, production of cholesterol in the liver, which is ridiculous, but it also shuts down all the CoQ10 production which totally sets you up for a heart attack which is again all by design. All of this is by design. Understand that. Drugs are evil. Okay? Short term use is one thing, long term use to try to drug your body into good health is just ridiculous. Well, what if I'm insulin dependent? Okay, I understand. But there are certain ways you can wean yourself off. You know, I, I can't get into everything today. I don't, I don't have all the answers, but the Lord's given me some wisdom in this area. I was in clinical nutrition for 20 years. I did this stuff before I even got into chiropractic college. I probably put more time into the clinical nutrition aspect than I have into about any other thing I've ever studied in my life, save the Bible. So, you know, it's just, we're just fed a line of garbage. The New World Order's been trying to kill us off for a long time and and get us to buy into all of the propaganda. Anyway, there's the there's the liver detox for you, and it, it gets into all the stuff you need to know. Next detox would be oil pulling. And this was in natural news not too long ago. I'm not really going to get into this that much, but I'm just going to read you this one paragraph. In oil pulling, the technique is very simplistic, yet it is said to produce amazing results. These results have been a more healthy balance of good flora and bacteria within your body. It will remove unhealthy bacteria from your mouth, teeth, and gums, thus promoting less intrusion of these germs into your body via the bloodstream and less into your organs. As Ukrainian physician Dr. F. Karach said at a conference um, of oncologists and bacteriologists, he said, quote, Treatment will achieve remarkable results with illnesses like migraine headaches, bronchitis, diseased teeth, arthrothrombosis, chronic blood disorders such as leukemia, arthritis, and related illnesses, neuropsychological paralysis, eczema, gastroenteritis, peritonitis, heart disease, kidney disease, meningitis, and women's hormonal disorders are completely eliminated from the organism through oil pulling. Um, He further stated that oil therapy heals the whole body in perpetuity. It's pretty simple. Um, You basically take um, either sesame or sunflower oil, um, I think you can you can also use coconut or olive, but I guess they recommend sesame or sunflower. It is recommended to have cold pressed if available. I would say organic would be the best. Um, obviously, if you have allergies or food reactions to these oils, don't use them. But um, and then it just tells you how to do it here. Okay, I'm not, I'm not going to go into all that. It, it, it's right here in the PDF for um, twelve twenty nine two thousand and thirteen at contendingfortruth.com. So. You can get into that. It's, it's, you know, it's kind of a little bit time consuming. I've done it. I haven't done it a lot. I'll say that. I haven't done it. But you have to understand, I'm always detoxing. Every single day, I'm doing some type of detox. Because I realize all the ways that they've, you know, tried to knock us off. The next one, here's another, another kind. Now, these are all very unrelated detoxifications. But think about it this way. You don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. You want to just want to do the liver-gallbladder detox and think, well, I'm good. I don't have to worry about this for a while. You have to understand, your whole body's been toxified. You need to do, don't put all your eggs in one basket. You should do different things. You know, These different varieties of detoxes will, will get to different areas of your body that, that one detox may not touch. And by detoxing one part of your body, it may unburden that part of your body to help with the next detox, because you're you're unburdening resources. In other words, if your liver was struggling to to just try to 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 to, to uh, institute all of its modes of detoxification, but couldn't because it was fatty and full of stones and full of toxins, once you free all that up now the liver can help the other organ systems out better because it is like teamwork. So, the next one is Morgellons um, or Chemtrails. Okay? It's called the wine peroxide test. This stuff works. I mean, I've done this one. I'm telling you it works. Flat out. Um, I have no... Now, this is uh, Clifford Carnicom. He was the first guy that really, 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 really started going after Chemtrails way back... Like, late 90s, I think. And back then, they really, really, really were going after him because they didn't want this information released. I don't know what his life's like now, but I know he took a lot of heat. Um, he says, the magnitude of the issue with the chemtrails demands that information be made available to the general public, a method to remove at least a portion of the pathogenic forms that have been reportedly reported extensively on this website. Have been established. The method involves the use of red wine and/or a hid- red, uh, uh, red wine, or a, or a red wine/slash hydrogen peroxide mixture. I recommend you do both, red wine and hydrogen peroxide, as an extended rinse for the mouth. Uh, the manifestation of skin conditions characteristic of the so-called Morgellons condition. Uh, is not required to produce the test. For, in other words, you don't have to have Morgellons disease. Okay, what they—they they don't even know what it is, the skin condition, in order to justify doing this. Everybody's inhaled chemtrail-laden air. Okay, and I mean, unless you like live in some type of underground bunker with all types of air purification. He goes on to say, I state clearly again that the pathogenic forms under investigation are repeatedly showing up in the general population, regardless of whether certain skin abnormalities are present or not. Gum dental samples collected after extended wine wine hydrogen peroxide mixture rinses of the mouth for five minutes each and placed upon a glass side for observation. The material that emanates from the gums in the mouth, from this red wine hydrogen peroxide mixture, um, the individual produces a greater amount of material relative to other individuals. This individual produces a greater amount of... I don't know what that means. Anyway, foam appears as a result of the peroxide. The core... This is This is very clinical, the way this is written. I'm sorry. Core material is composed essentially of meaning what's coming out of the mouth under microscope. They're saying the core material that's coming out of the person is essentially composed of four pathogenic... Forms that have been extensively described as number one, encasing filament; number two, submicron filament network. This is almost like it sounds like almost like nanotechnology. They're putting into the chemtrails and we're getting it into our bodies. Okay, three, chlamydia-like structures, and four, whatever is known as hybrid form. Sounds like some really really bad stuff. Okay, you'll see this stuff come out of you when you do this, and. one of the reasons I really believe it works is because the first time I ever did it, I had all this stuff that was in the, the, the red wine hydrogen peroxide mixture when I spit it back out in, in the glass. And every time I did it, I had less and less and less until like the fifth or sixth time, there was nothing that was coming out of me. I couldn't reproduce it anymore. Why? Because I had detoxed it all out. Now, I guess from what they're saying, a lot of people have to do it a lot longer. Well, you have to understand, I've been doing ongoing detox for a long, long time. So that has helped me. I have a leg up on, on that area. Um, they put these samples under 7,000X. Um, and I guess they've, they've sat, they found generally consistent, consistency of what's coming out of the human body between samples from different people. Uh, the mixture that is under trial is a 3% hydrogen peroxide, One teaspoon. Now remember, I would use food grade if I was you. I mean, preferably use food grade hydrogen peroxide. Like don't go up to Walgreens unless that's your only whatever. I wouldn't use that. But anyway, and then you mix it with dark red wine, preferably Merlot, two teaspoons. So it's one teaspoon of food grade hydrogen peroxide, two teaspoons of red wine. swish it around the mouth for five minutes and spit it out. And you'll see all kind of garbage in there. You won't believe it, and then you keep doing it, and you're going to start seeing less and less and less. I wouldn't do it any more than once a day. Um, the rinse test has, in some cases, been ongoing for one to two months. Wow, I don't know how long. I mean, maybe they're doing it every day. Man, I can't imagine. There continues to be production of some material in almost every case. One to two months. I guess I should feel blessed. I was like six six treatments. I was done. But again, I. Detox, like, probably more than one out of a thousand people. I'm like a detoxing maniac over here. Sorry, I don't want to brag. Anyway, and Taylor is too. We're, we're both little detoxing maniacs. In fact, I think I'm going to get a shirt made with, like, detoxing maniac and some little impish-like figure known as the detoxification maniac that we can maybe market online, maybe make a little extra coin you know, subsidize everything. I'm no, just kidding, kidding, teasing, teasing. Anyway, just it's just a crazy, wacky thought there. Um, so this goes on to say that microscopic examination will be required for any final determination. On occasions, the test has been conducted several times in a row, thirty to forty-five minute, thirty to thirty to forty-five minutes between sessions of approximately five minutes each, with no cessation of material being produced to date although the amount appears to eventually decrease. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty... You'll be amazed. You'll be amazed um, when you do this. So, all right, let's go to the next one. Next detox. Food-grade, diametaceous earth. Um, now, here I give you a link to... a a company that I found. They have a really good price and they claim to be a Christian company. It's uh, earthworkshealth.com and um, I give you the link here in the PDF. And here you can see all of these little links you can click on about how to use it for fleas and ticks, how you'd use it with animals, how you use it to fly control, how you would, and I know this is all saying, well, I'm going to put this stuff in my body, but it was originally used in livestock Stuff in barns, and then the humans started using it, realizing that it was just as good for them. And it was you; it's been used for worming. It de- deworms humans and um, animals cheaply, easily, cost-effectively with no drugs. Okay, taken daily, it helps eliminate all intestinal worms and parasites from the body and keeps the bowels squeaky clean. No, just kidding. Anyway, in 1939, the Nobel prize winner for chemistry, Professor Adolf uh, Boudinot, proved that life cannot exist without silica. And that's the main thing that food-grade hydrogen peroxide is, silica. Okay, um, it, um, In the 2003 book, Water and Salt, Dr. Barbara Hendel stated, silica is the most important trace mineral for human health. Uh, all references to diametaceous earth on this page refer to only food-grade diametaceous earth. Unless otherwise advised, never use pool-filter-grade or uh, diametaceous earth internally or in your home or even on your animals, unless it's food-grade. Okay, The stuff's cheap enough that, you know, I mean, just don't use the pool-filter kind. That's not what you want to put in your body. Okay. Now, I'm skipping over a lot of stuff here. But I'm gonna I'm gonna hit some of the high points about this about this product. Um, Food grade diatomaceous earth is 85 percent amorphous silica. Silica is the most plentiful element on Earth, following oxygen. But there are very few foods that contain an adequate amount to supply the quantity your body needs, particularly with the soils being depleted, like they are. Silica is crucial to the bones, the tendons, the skin, the cartilage, and blood vessels. Silica is even located in the blood itself and important organs such as liver and heart and lungs. The average human body holds up to approximately 7 grams of silica, a quantity far exceeding the figures of other important minerals such as iron. It is also important to provide the body dietary sources of silica early in life as it is during the aging process when silica leaves. Levels in the tissue usually drop off steeply. So in other words, you build up your reserves when you're young if you can This is like calcium in the bone type of thing. Silica has a lot to do with bone health. And then later in life, you have that to reserve to draw upon. Also, you should be taking it then too. But I mean, ideally, if you could, you'd build it up early in life. Not to say you wouldn't benefit though at any level, at any age. Um, Silica plays an import in many bodily functions. Silica has an exact absolute influence on the absorption of all minerals in the body Uh, the body requires to maintain health. So you have to have silica in order to absorb other minerals. Therefore, it adds to quality of life. Um, When taken internally, many health benefits can be observed. The biggest benefits have been lowering of cholesterol. Now again, you remember what I said before about lowering of cholesterol. I don't have a problem with cholesterol being lowered if it's natural. But when you whip your body into lowering its own cholesterol by taking a statin drug, the word "stat" means to stop, and it also cuts off your CoQ10 production, and you're artificially manipulating cholesterol levels to a to an area lower than they would ever normally be. That's what I have the problem with. If it if it normally gets lowered because of you you taking this, that's fine. That's natural. Okay, this is like you know taking in food, essentially. You know it's it's not gonna it's not gonna give you a like a, a drug induced effect. So anyway lowering the blood pressure, relief from arthritis pain, increased energy, more regular bowel movements, smoother complexion, and sinus and cough relief. It is estimated that there are more than 1,500 ways diametaceous earth is beneficial to humans, plants, and animals. I've had a lot of testimonies of listeners that have emailed me back and thanked me that I told them about this stuff. I mean, they've had some amazing results from this stuff. I take it, but I haven't had the unbelievable results because, see, I've already been on so many things for so long that it's hard for me to get some type of altering, life changing thing because I've already been on so many things for so long, you know? Um, but I mean, I do, I do really like it. I, I think it's essential and I know I've studied silica a lot and I know silica is a really, really essential thing in our body. Now, diametaceous earth can also detox the body. According to top cancer researchers, it is the best natural chelating product available for pulling heavy metals from the bloodstream. So people email me and ask me about how do I get rid of the fluoride buildup in my body or the mercury buildup from my mercury fillings or from the, the vaccines where they have mercury in it and stuff like that. Now obviously the only way you can get rid of the filling, the, the true source is to get rid of them, but make sure you go to a dentist that is qualified in extracting mercury fillings, because if you don't, if you go to some uh, dentist that doesn't really do that, they it, you have to be very careful when you take those things out. They're like toxic little individual toxic waste dumps, and you, and you have to make sure that it's done right. So you would go up online and key in mercury-free dentistry and do a keyword search for dentists in your area, see what their qualifications are. It's not cheap. That what they would reinstall in place of the mercury filling is a composite filling, most likely, and which doesn't have any mercury or anything like that. And the um, guy in Naples that did it was Dr. Matt Stites. I went to him a few times. I don't have any fillings. I never even had a tooth removed. Um, have all my wisdom teeth. Um, neither does Taylor. We've got really good teeth, but then again, you know, I would have to attribute a lot of that too to the diet because. Health comes from the inside out, okay, and and, and if you take care of your, your, uh... oh, so Taylor reminded me, she did have a cavity once, I gave her Biodent, and the cavity went away in like two weeks, did I give you any silver too? Typically what I'll do with a cavity is I'll give the, the patient Biodent, um, D3 would be good too, because D3 is really good for the bones. Biodent has manganese, which is a bone toughener. It would help the enamel also as, as all the stuff to build teeth. But then, also, the infectious part of the cavity, um, you would want to take the silver, preferably the 5,000 part per million silver, and you know, do like an eighth of a teaspoon or a quarter teaspoon at least once a day. And then, if it's really bad, if it's really hurting you, you would want to do it more, but just literally take it in your mouth and like kind of like hold it in that area. It will absorb in through the gums and go into the tooth. And a lot of times that'll kill the infection. Now what it won't do is it won't build the health of the tooth up that you'd have to do. Well, I mean, if you were eating a really good diet, I guess, but I'm not sure how you'd even do it that way, but biodent vitamin D three, those are all good things. Boron is really good too for building bone health. Um, and Nate has a really good product called Bone Care. It has all the stuff to build the bones up for anyone that will have weak bones. That guy last night, um, and I didn't watch the fight or anything, but that guy, Anderson Silva, who was like the longest UFC mixed martial art fighting. He has like 16 title defenses. Evidently, I saw a picture. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Was that nasty. He went to do a leg kick on this guy, I guess, and he the guy what you would call checked the kick, meaning he raised his own leg to block the it was just a low leg kick and he hit his shin hit the hit the bottom of the other guy's shin and his leg literally it looked like he just snapped in half. I mean this is a guy that's been fighting for decades at this point. Literally snapped in half. Mike Adams did a story on that today. It was intriguing, because he was saying how black-skinned people, he's like, you know, he looks African-American, but he's, he's got his head totally shaved. He's real tall, and he's lanky, but he's much taller than... He brought up an interesting point. I'll, I'll get in that in a second. Anyway, he said that the first thing I thought when I saw that is he had weak bones. How he could get this far in the fight game with weak bones, I have no idea. Maybe this was just like a time bomb waiting to happen. I don't know. He is like 37 years old. I don't know. Well, I mean, literally, the guy's leg looked like it snapped in half. The only thing holding his leg on was the skin. Like, the skin and the tissue. His bones had snapped in half. Un, Really gross, okay? And... Mike Adams brought up the the fact that he would almost guarantee you that guy did not have enough D3. Because, see, if you're dark-skinned, it's literally like a built-in sunscreen protector. Okay? So, people that have like a built-in sunscreen protector would have a much harder time manufacturing the vitamin D3 in their own skin. See, D3 is literally manufactured when you get sun exposure. If you already have dark skin... I mean, Afro-American being the darkest skin, you are going to have way, way, way more problems absorbing vitamin D3 or manufacturing in the skin, which has a lot then to do with bone density. Okay? So when he saw that, he said, this guy has been fighting a long time, but would almost guarantee he has weak bones. He fits the pattern for it. He's dark skinned. And um, if he would have had proper D3 supplementation, he would have almost most likely never, ever fractured his his leg in this particular way. It wasn't natural. I mean, it was like this freak, freak thing, you know. And it wasn't even like he was attempting some risky move or it was like some high head kick or something. It wasn't like that at all. Very freak accident. And he brought up some good points. He says that this can work to their advantage because people like him would also have very light bones, and that that would help them with weighing in he's very he's very tall for that weight division you know, normally those guys in that weight division aren't that tall so he had all these reach advantages and kicking advantages that other people didn't have so anyway that's just something to think about with the vitamin D3 and bone density i totally got off track there but um anyway uh d3 can act as a heavy metal chelator it can pull stuff from the that um Many believe that the increase in the number of uh, cases of heavy metal poisoning that has occurred in part due to mercury in vaccines, fluoridated water, deodorants with aluminum, um, some seafood. Taylor told me the other day, if she ever, there's been certain times she's had to use just like that garbage deodorant, like if she was at a friend's house or something, and and every time she uses it, she gets a headache from that garbage in the regular deodorants. Okay, now, I'm not coming down on somebody using regular deodorant, but if you look at that laundry list of ingredients in there, that is toxic. And the armpit is one of the most highly absorbable places on the body, directly connected into the lymphatic system, which is where the body pulls things into to cordon things off and deal with them and get rid of them. And I really believe this is a big reason why so many women also get breast cancer. You know, underarm deodorants, the garbage deodorants, and then they wear underwire bras, which cuts off the lymphatic flow, and also acts like an antenna. It's metal, which also, literally, you're literally conducting radio waves or whatever kind of waves into that metal. It's another thing that will actually cause contribute to breast cancer. Now, there's also a lot of other things that contribute to breast cancer. All the chemicals we take in, you know, uh, a lot of stuff, but anyway... It's just one of the things to think about. Uh those underarm deodorants are, are bad news. Um you, you wanna try to do a search for like you know, deodorants that are that are don't have all those bad ingredients. If it has probe or meth in the label, it's most likely cancer causing. Even if you go some of these garbage brands you go in the health food store, they're no better than, than what you get in a in a drug store. So you have to kinda read your labels and things of that nature. Um anyway, uh Cooking in aluminum cookware, that can give you heavy metals. Foil wrap. I think cooking in iron pans, that that you can get, I mean, for a man, you know, that's a big deal because you're getting a lot of excess iron, and men tend to build up iron in the body, whereas women don't because they have their menstrual cycles. They get rid of blood once a month, okay? Whereas men have much more of a propensity to build up iron in the system. That's why the multivitamins I sell right now are iron-free for the men, because they don't typically need any more iron. Iron can have all kind of bad effects in the body. Now, how do you get iron out of the body? Inositol hexaphosphate. Let me say that again. Inositol hexaphosphate. It's how we would get iron out of the body. Particularly men would need it more than women typically. It's from a rice bran extract. It's also called IP6. It's what I gave my Grandpa Johnson way, way long ago when he had cancer. He had kidney cancer. came to me. That was just when I was get, getting into like dealing with like cancer a little bit. And he said, yeah, I, I was, had a surgery and they were doing something and they found I had cancer in my kidneys and they, they uh, sewed me back up and said, well, we'll do the surgery in two months. I guess so they could make another uh, thing of money off that surgical procedure. So he says, is there anything you can do for it? I said, sure, take this. So I gave him my IP6. It was right when that, all the that research was coming out on it. He took it for two months. They went back. They did the exploratory surgery to take the cancerous tumor out, probably take his kidney out. Guess what? They go back in there. "Well, this must be a mistake. The cancer's all gone." Now, that was back like in like mid mid 90s when I could give somebody one thing for cancer and it seemed like they just got better from just like one thing. Then I found I started having to give more and more and more stuff to the point where it got to the point where you know, I was giving tons of stuff, and they were still sometimes not responding. So I, I have a whole file on cancer I can send out, but I, I don't normally. Um, I try to do the to, to recommend the things that prevent it at this point, and and um, I have a file on it that I send people, and they they can implement it. But cancer can be very very, um, oh, uh, it can be very hard to deal with. There's a lot of different various causes of it, and and so it's not just like one-stop shopping typically for cancer cases. Anyway, other things they list that diametaceous earth can help with, uh, the soda cans, the beer, aluminum cans you drink out of, you're going to get the aluminum, uh, which is the number one cause for Alzheimer's, Uh, diametaceous earth has many health benefits, Um, years ago silica in our food was adequate, but today's... Hybrid and depleted soils, only about one-third of the silica needed is supplied in our food. And I think that's probably generous. Diatomaceous earth is sim- a simple, inexpensive way to get the silica your body needs. So, going further, our clients tell us they feel better. Their hair has never been so soft since taking diatomaceous earth. We often hear the phrase, I just feel better with our diametaceous earth users. The feeling better comes from all the junk being removed from the body and boosting your immune systems. Diametaceous earth is very hard. On the hardest scale, it is a 7, whereas diamonds are a 9. This is very important because all those millions of tiny, hard, sharp, diametaceous earth cylinders pass through the small and large intestines and they scrub the walls. But they do not harm the wall. They scrub them. Like the scrubbing bubble guys, remember those commercials? The little scrubbing bubbles going all over the bathroom? Anyway, it's kind of like that. So after only a few months of taking diatomaceous earth, the intestinal wall is no longer coated with mucus, gunk, and molds. Thus, it helps promote regular bowel movements and a healthier colon. A clean, healthy colon prevents polyps, cancers, ulcers, and continued toxification of the body that a dirty colon uh, produces. In this day and age, many people are doing colonics and detox programs. I had a couple listeners in... Um, it's funny, I, I bought some, and then I had a couple uh, uh, dear listeners in the uh, Las Vegas area uh, send me a 50-pound bag of food-grade diametaceous earth. So, man, I'm loaded on this stuff now. <laughs> so, yeah, it had really helped them a ton, and uh, they sent me that 50-pound bag. So, uh, let's see here. Clean, healthy colon helps to eliminate polyps, cancers, ulcers, and continued toxification of the body that produces a dirty colon produces. In this day and age, many people are doing colonics and detox programs, colon hydrotherapy, and diatomaceous earth helps promote the same type of cleansing. I would rather do it that way than do get into all the enemas and the, and the high colonics and all that stuff. I mean, most of the time, people doing that are super, super, super new age, and it's really to me. I mean, I mean, let's face it. It's kind of Personally, a little embarrassing. I mean, don't you think? I mean, going and doing a colonic and stuff. And I really believe here's the bottom line: I believe you can do all that internally and do it from the top down instead of the bottom up. If you know what I mean? Like, okay, let's take fiber supplements. Let's do let's do a good refrigerated probiotic flora. Let's reestablish that. Let's let's do the herbs or whatever. Let's do some diametaceous earth. Let's do it that way. We can accomplish the same thing. You know. So, I mean, I've heard all these horror stories of colon stories over the years of people that did like milk of magnesia for like, you know, their whole life and they did the autopsy and then ended up that they had literally, the milk of magnesia had encrusted in their intestinal thing and it produced like this 13-inch wide obstruction where it narrowed down to the center where only a little bit of the fecal material could get through till it finally sealed shut and then they basically died in their own excrement. Yeah, yeah, so... That kind of stuff does happen, okay? Um, And when they did the autopsy, they had cut into the person. This is from a book called, uh, "On what they call Herbal Fiber Blend, which my mom used to sell. Very, very good product, too. If you want a really, really good everyday colon cleanser, it's called Herbal Fiber Blend. It's from AIM. Um, Very, very good product. But it's multi-level. But I still, I think you can get it without actually going into the multi-level. Anyway, it's a really, really good everyday, like... I would say liver, gallbladder, colon, mostly colon, but man, that stuff works. Just make sure you take it with enough water. Fiber is very important as well um, because fiber is what gives the intestinal tract exercise and it also helps to scrub the, um, the intestinal tract out. It's very, very important as well. and, and So that's something too. I don't, I don't want to just not mention that with this, but um, in this book about the herbal fiber blend, they talked about this person that had done milk of magnesia for like, and which helps you go to the bathroom for like, I don't know, 20, 30 years. And it literally calcified the intestinal tract and built up and built up and built up. And when they cut into it, they literally were breaking scalpels on this gigantic bolus in obstruction of milk of magnesia that had built up like cement in their intestinal tract for like 20, 30 years. Until it got to the point where it finally sealed off and the person died as a result of it backing up in their system. I understand that's an extreme example, but that's, you know, it it can happen. You heard that thing with John Wayne when he died. They found like 20 pounds of impacted fecal material in his his colon or whatever. You know, just, uh, that stuff happens if you don't detox. Period. I mean, you will you will start to get that kind of buildup. You know? I remember when my dad, he went into the hospital, and he had, uh, he had, uh, oh man, he had like an appendicitis. And he hadn't been doing the herbal fiber blend for a long time. He'd done it for a while. And then I think it had been years since he had done it. And they went in there, and the reason he got the appendicitis was a toxic colon. That's what usually will bring about appendicitis. The appendix is essentially located where the ileocecal valve is in the, between the large and the small intestine. It's where the small and large intestine join, and there's this little organ called the appendix that sits in there that they say um, we've evolved no need for, according to Darwin or whatever, but it's actually very important. It has to do with lubrication of that area. It has to do, it has certain immune system functions All these supposed vestigial organs we were evolving out of, that's a bunch of garbage. God put them there for a reason. You need your tonsils. You need your appendix. You need your adenoids. You need your gallbladder. Okay? All the MDs and their infinite wisdom, they don't know anything. It's like the blind leading the blind. Okay? So, he went in there, and it was appendicitis, but it was caused from a toxic bowel, and he had all kind of impacted fecal material in his colon. I can remember the doctor. I was there... He says, "Well, he says I'm going to go up there. I'm going to free some of this stuff manually." He says, "But I'm telling you, it's going to be like a bobcat coming out of you. It's going to be like a, like a bobcat on like on crack or something. I don't know. Like like a bobcat clawing his way out when all this impacted fecal material comes out." of you. I was like, "Oh my word!" This guy's got a crazy bedside manner. But you know, anyway. So yeah, he was uh, he that that convinced my dad that he needed to go back on Herbal fiber point. <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, that kind of stuff can happen. It does happen, and most people are walking around with a very toxic bowel. Toxic liver, toxic gallbladder, and then what does that create? A toxic bloodstream. Because all of the nutrients are absorbed through that. So, that's so what happens. It's the norm. It's not the exception. It's the Unless you're detoxing. Unless you're getting enough fiber, unless you're detoxing, unless you're getting enough phytonutrients and minerals and things of this nature, it's a given in almost everybody walking around, okay? When I did dissections of cadavers for like a year straight, every single person had a sack full of gallstones. Every single body that I dissected, I would check them. And there was a lot. They all had a sack full of gallstones, every one of them, without exception. So, like I said, it's it's a really pervasive problem, this whole subject. Um, anyway, diametations earth, people res- report increased energy, better sleep, needing less sleep, the result of food and nutrients they are taken in the body being absorbed in the bloodstream, um, a coded toxic colon does not allow many nutrients from our food to be absorbed, true, um, a toxic colon in the intestinal tract can also result in overweight and obesity as people lack the proper nutrients their body needs to promote optimum health. So they and their pets continue to eat more food in an attempt to obtain the nutrients their bodies are lacking from being toxic. Great point. Really, really, really good point. A small amount of food-grade diatomaceous earth is absorbed also into the bloodstream. As it moves throughout the body, they clean and break down plaque in the blood vessels. And also destroys bad fat. So this is also a chelating agent as well. Okay, now I'm not saying it's the only thing I would do if you were plaqued up. Okay, from from like, if you got a Doppler ultrasound of the carotid arteries, it came back, wow, you're 70% placked in the right artery, 80% plaque in the... I wouldn't just do food-grade diametaceous earth. I would do it, but I would also add in, bare minimum, oral... Uh, EDTA collation, you can buy it in capsules. You can go up on HerbsPro.com. You can get the Arizona Naturals, I believe. They make one. Open three to four capsules under the tongue every day. Let it sit under there for two to three minutes and swallow it. It'll get absorbed better that way. I do that. I do some natto kinase. Natto kinase, you can find that up there as well. It's an enzyme you take on an empty stomach. It'll also help break down the, the uh, plaquing. If you're really, really, really placked up though, the best thing you can do is IV chelation. Okay, that's the gold standard. It does work. I've had people come to me and tell me it saved their lives. Okay, but it's not cheap. It's like, you know, 120, 150 bucks a pop. Typically you gotta get 30 to 40 treatments. You got a big cath in your arm, a big catheter needle. It's not fun. It's expensive, but it will work quicker than any other thing I've listed. But in conjunction, if you did food grade diametaceous earth, also pomegranate. I just read a story, uh, report the other day. Pomegranate deplexes you. Pomegranate, diametaceous earth, um, EDTA oral chelation, and natokinase, the enzyme. You do all four of those? Huh, I don't know. I don't know how close you could get to IV chelation. You might, you, might get, you might get close if you were aggressive. I don't know. I can't say. But it is something to think about, it's a lot cheaper. Anyway, um, as the plaque moves out of the body, they can clean up and break up plaque in the blood vessels. It also destroys bad fats. Many have lowered their cholesterol by 50 to 40 to 50 points. Many notice that their high blood pressure also goes down. Well, as the blood vessels become less blacked and more pliable, your blood pressure goes down. That's why they call it hardening of the arteries. If you have hard arteries, your blood pressure is going to increase. As the DE, meaning the diatomaceous earth, eventually dissolves in the blood, the many health benefits of the silica content can be realized okay what else here um let's see here i'm kind of running out of time here uh some people taking one heaping teaspoon in a glass of water prior to each meal three times a day uh and and swear by its wonderful health benefits it helps keep acne away it helps clear the skin It helps better sleep, gives you more energy, better hair, softer hair, and nails. Gives you strong nails, too. Others taking a heaping teaspoon just before bedtime figure it's the best to take it away from food because of its detox benefits. Okay. Others take it in the morning in their juice. Still others put it in a protein drink, smoothies in the morning coffee. Wherever you take DE once a day or three times a day, everyone reports effectiveness and better health. I just did some a little bit ago, and I just take, I mean, I'm kind of hardcore, but I just took it, a heaping teaspoon, put it straight into my mouth, and took some water and swished it around. The stuff is like powder, and it, it instantly, like, the water instantly, like, absorbs. It really, I mean, it tastes kind of like clay a little bit. Trust me, there's way worse stuff tasting than DE. Okay, way worse out there. Um, it, it's really not that bad at all it's it's not bad so um, many women advise their hair has never been so soft as it is now since taking de others advise of a cleaner clearer complexions when previously they had acne trouble still others notice an increase in energy levels and others advise it keeps their bowels clean and they sleep better um, is it safe to take during pregnancy Yes, DE is excellent for those who are pregnant and not pregnant alike. During pregnancy, it is best to start with a small dose, half a teaspoon daily for a few days or weeks, if needed, making sure to drink plenty of clean, fresh water to help sweep toxins out of the body and slowly increase dose as the pregnant mom-to-be feel, feels fit to do so. This will help to prevent a heavy detox by starting out uh, with a high dose. Now, I really ever haven't ever... Ever talked to anybody that really went into a big detox on Dimetaceous Earth? But I get this question a lot from pregnant women Can I detox while I'm pregnant? Typically, my response is it's really not the best thing to do when you're pregnant. You don't want to have a baby being formed inside you and then undergo some massive detox because the baby is going to get a lot of those toxins via the umbilical cord blood, okay, because you're sharing a blood supply. So it's not like what I would advise, but it, de is one of those things that it's so mild. Yes, it's perfectly fine. Plus, there's all kind of nutrient benefit for the baby. Okay, but I wouldn't really advise going and doing like some type of whole body detox or some hardcore like the the liver gallbladder detox we listed. Uh-uh. You don't want to really dump that type of toxins into the bloodstream. Um, I I don't know about oil pulling. I, I I don't know. I'm I'm really conservative about about pregnancy. You know. Um, but I think D, yeah, that's the one thing that you really could do and not have to worry about. Not, not to say you can do any detoxing while you're pregnant. I mean, a little bit of choline, you know, a little bit of liver detox. Um, here's one of the ones I found for people that are like, well, I don't want to, I just want one pill that's going to detox my bowels. Okay. The best one I found is called super two formula by harmony formulas. It's the very very strong one. I, I I take like a half of one every other day, and I find that's about I don't even really need it. It's just a little bit of extra herbal support for for uh, bowel function is all it really is. But man, I mean this stuff really really does work. Um, I carry it in my product line, but you can also probably find it online. It's called Super Two um, Formula Harmony Formulas, and um, it really works. I mean don't. If you start, start with like a half a tab a day. Okay, cause that's about all I can take. I mean, it's, whew, I mean, I can't imagine taking like one with meals of that stuff. It's, <laughs> it's, it's cheap too. It's like 22 bucks for 150 tablets. And if you were doing a half a tab a day, and let's say you weren't even doing it every day, bottle last you like a year. So, now, it, it depends. Some, some people need more. Okay, and again, I think also if you're going to go that route, don't neglect fiber. The diametaceous earth would be really good to do. Um, don't neglect liver and gallbladder health. Now, bile is actually a lubricant in the intestinal tract. So, if your gallbladder's not functioning, you're going to have sluggish bowels because you need the bile to lubricate the intestinal tract. Bile is also where the liver stores its toxins to be dumped into the stomach to be ultimately excreted out of the body via the feces. Okay, I know we're talking fun stuff today, lighthearted, whimsical, fun stuff, but that's the way the body's designed to work. So, when you remove the gallbladder, and the body has to somehow produce bile on command, whenever you eat a fatty meal, you can't do it. That's why you have to take bile salts. Really, if you ate a moderate to heavy fat meal, you should be taking bile salts if you don't have a gallbladder, okay? And, and, and uh, in other words, without a gallbladder, your body can't detox properly. It just can't do it. So you would really have to be more vigilant there. Um, good refrigerated flora product to repopulate the good bacteria that all the antibiotics in the meats and any antibiotics you ever took kill. Fiber, okay? food-grade, diametaceous earth. These are easy things. These are things that are not super expensive to do, you know, possibly super too, if you needed a little more herbal support. That Those types of things are all good, keeping your liver and gallbladder clean. Um, these are all things that will help with bowel function. Women tend to have a lot more problems in that area for some reason than men. And there's a lot of women that literally go to the bathroom once a month. I was listening to that lady, the doctor, she's an M.D., the um lady that did the uh the talk on turpentine which i've been highly advising lately and uh, she's like the expert on it. she's a harvard graduate the whole 9 yards and she was talking she talked to her patients and some of these women didn't go to the bathroom literally once a month it's like a once a month ritual i don't even know how you could survive you should be going you know she's saying three times a day i think that's a little that may be a little ambitious for most people okay, she got to the point where she said, okay, at least one time a day. Yes, absolutely, you know. Um, But it's super, super important. I mean, you don't want to hold on to that stuff. You want to get rid of it. You want to get it out of your body. It's toxic. The longer it stays in your body, the more bad stuff it can do, like build up in the intestinal walls, like possibly certain portions of it fermenting, bad bacteria, and just bad stuff. You want to get it out of you. And so, that is very, very important. So, there's some other things. Now, uh, what are some other things that you can do to keep toxins out of the body? Well, you, what about keeping fluoride out of the body? Okay, well, I don't like drinking tap water, period. Um, I would say, you know, if you were located, if you had a good well, you had it tested, or if you were located near a good spring, uh, if you had an Echolo Blue atmospheric water generator, as long as the air you were using was was clean, you could do that. I have one of those. Um, Now, if you had no choice, you could use like a gravity-fed ProPure or Big Berkey. They have fluoride filters, and they're claiming to actually, both of those actually claim to, to get out not only sodium fluoride, but the other fluoride they're using now, the even way, way, way more toxic version of it, sodium whatever... Whatever it's it's the other kind of fluoride. ProPure actually has a three-stage all-in-one filter that claims to get out I don't know, it's like 95 plus percent of the fluoride. Um, they remove pesticides, herbicides, glycosate, chloramines, hy- hydrofluorosilic acid. That's the other kind, the latest form of fluoride that they're putting in the water to kill us. Okay, because they gotta always you know be up in the ante trying to kill us quicker. And better, and deader. You know, hey, I mean, you got to give Satan an A for effort there. Anyway, so yeah, there, there. These these fluorides, whether it's your Big Berkey or whether it's the Pro Pure Gravity Fed, those are probably your best thing I can recommend for getting fluoride out. Um, and I guess you could go with distilled, but I don't like distilled. Consuming it every day because you're literally consuming. Sterilized, kind of like dead water. I, I we drank that stuff for years, okay. And I really believe it depleted our bodies um, for a long time. And when I was younger, uh, we bought into the whole distill thing, and um, it creates like a vacuum in the body. The, the still water is a vacuum, and the body will throw things at it to try to deal with that vacuum, and you end up depleting a lot of your own minerals. So you got to be careful. Distill it's fine to use for short term for detoxing, fine. But long term, eh, I'm not that wild about it. If if that's if you had to choose between that and tap, obviously distill. But um, anyway, uh, I I give you the information on this new ProPure. Okay, I don't have anything to, uh, any like vested monetary interest in this, but it tells you about what he gets out. And um, it's saying, this kind of stinks, because I don't understand this. Reduction efficiencies, that may be achieved, are as follows. 50 to 95% for fluoride reduction, including hydrofluorosilic acid, and sodium hexafluorosilicate, the two active forms. 50 to 95%, it's kind of a big variable there. (laughs) 45% range. Uh, I'm not that impressed there, but it's it's better than drinking tap water. See, they make this stuff so impossible to get out because they don't want you to get it out. They want to get it in your body. They want mass medication of fluoride. That's what it is. It's a a mass medication. I'm going to prove that in a second. Now here's an article that's entitled, Extremely Important Fluoride Treatments, Five Ways to Detox Fluoride. And here's ways you can also detox it. And it tells you how the fluoride lowers IQ and it doesn't prevent cavities. It actually causes your teeth to to, uh, degrade. It causes bone softening diseases. It actually will cause your teeth to uh, to uh, break down over time. Um, the first one they're recommending for the fluoride detox is iodine. Why? Because iodine is a halogen. okay? And in the halogen family, things that we're exposed to, it's either bromine, uh, chlorine, or fluoride. Or iodine. Iodine is the only one of those that are good. The fluoride, the bromine and the chlorine are all evil, and they're all depopulation, cancer-causing, devil chemicals that have been put into our food and water supply in order to kill us. Well, these halogens compete with one another in the body, and particularly iodine will compete with them, and they'll compete a lot in the uh, uh, in the thyroid is the primary place where iodine is stored in the human body, about 95%. It's also stored in the uh, ovaries in the women and other places in the uh, certain glands. So um, when you take in enough iodine, it will actually help to kick out the fluoride and the bromine and chlorine. It will compete with these other halogens if you're getting enough. But most people aren't getting any iodine and they're getting chloride, chlorine, fluoride, and bromine in their in their foods and waters, and they're being overwhelmed with these toxic halogens, all by design. Another thing that they're saying can get rid of it is tamarind, which is a Ayurvedic medicine that can be made into tea or tincture. Another thing you can do is detox your liver. Okay, I already gave you the thing on that. Another thing it does it. I wasn't aware of this is boron, um, and uh, I got into that whole thing where people literally use borax the detergent i'm not real uh, it's hard for me to get real gung-ho on that one but you can get boron at a health food store it's not super expensive and um anyway they tell you how to do that here and then there's also saying dry saunas also help to detox the fluoride out of the system um then this is researchers develop herbal method to remove fluoride from drinking water. Here's another herbal way to get it out of the drinking water. And I'm not going to get into all that, but it it show it shows you what to do. Right? I think it tells you about it. The full article is available here. There's a link to it. So that tells you an herbal way to get it out of the water. And then um, if you're worried about... Fluoride exposure, protect yourself with selenium. Selenium also helps to kick fluoride out of the body. Um, the selenium I use, the only one I use is from an eight, because they make a food grade, literally whole food, food state selenium. And selenium is also really good at preventing gray hair. Um, it's also really good at preventing cancer. It's an antioxidant, trace mineral, Um It's uh, good for a lot of different things. But it also helps to get fluoride out of the body. Okay, it's very, very, very good. Good, good, good stuff. And this article explains all of that. And um, it says residents living in areas where there was high fluoridation who also had high levels of the trace mineral selenium have normal or even elevated levels of the three key endogenous antioxidants and evidently it helps keep their, their fluoride levels in check you know um, Selenium protects against fluoride toxicity in lab animals. Um, I guess it helps increase your, your key antioxidants as well, which also help prevent the fluoride damage. Um, so that's, that's interesting. Now, it tells you more about that. Now, here's, here's an, a little report called Reverse Osmosis and Fluoride, an Invisible Killer. Um, these are all referenced sources here, these quotes I'm going to be reading you. It says, first quote was, we would not purposely add arsenic to the water supply, and we would not purposely add lead, but we add fluoride. The fact is, fluoride is more toxic than lead, and just slightly less toxic than arsenic. I mean, arsenic's what they kill you with, it. just slightly less than that. You know, the federal maximum contaminant level for lead is 15 parts per billion. The, the maximum contaminant level for arsenic is 5 parts per billion. Well, guess what the, the, um, uh, ma- the level for fluoride is? 4,000 parts per billion. So you can have 4,000 parts per billion of fluoride in the water. Okay, but you can only have 5 parts per billion of lead. And fluoride way more toxic than lead. Yet you can have 4,000 as opposed to 15 parts per billion. It, it's, it's total insanity. In 1952, the Delaney Committee, which was the 82nd Congress hearing on fluoride, revealed that there was no actual scientific basis at all for the fluoridation of water supplies in the prevention of tooth decay. The recommendation of the committee was that more research needed to be done before proceeding with this national mass medication, which is what it is. The recommendation was totally ignored. Fluoride was a byproduct a toxic byproduct of the aluminum industry via Alcoa, the company that you know processes aluminum. It was, it was a byproduct of that. And they said, Well, we've got this toxic waste, what should we do with it? Well, obviously you need to dump it into the food supply, you need to dump it into the water supply and put it in toothpaste and drum up something, how it's good for tooth health, so we can get rid of all this toxic waste. And kill everybody in the process. And dumb them down and lower their IQ. So the sheeple people will be easier to control. And everything that I said is the absolute truth. It's not too satanic, right? You know? That's not too satanic. These people should be lynched. These people are going to burn in hell white hot for eternity. They're going to pay for every person that they ever hurt by putting this garbage in the food supply in hell and then the lake of fire. Talk about no fear of God. What kind of legacy is that? Well, I felt so good a life of killing and pillaging and lowering IQs and giving people cancer and causing untold misery because I dumped fluoride in the water supply for all these years. I've really made my mark for Satan. I don't think they award trophies in hell. You know, I don't think you get down there and you know say, there you go, slugger. Here's your trophy. No, you'll just be tortured worse in hell. Unbelievable. Sickening. Now, the guy writing this article says that my background is that of a chemical engineer having earned a BA in science from the University of British Columbia in 1984. When it comes to chemistry, I can say that I am an expert in the area due to studying over full time for 10 years. Here's what he says about Reverse osmosis units. Reverse osmosis manufacturers claim they can remove fluoride. Don't believe their claims. RO, which is reverse osmosis, units work on the same principle as our kidneys. Think of it like a mesh, like a mosquito netting on your screen door. The mesh lets air in, but not the mosquitoes. Because air molecules are smaller than mosquitoes, Okay, an RO unit is is great is thus great for removing heavy metals like lead, mercury, cadmium, as well as other C L family compounds like PCBs and PCPs um, and these other things. Because they are all large molecules relative to the size of H of water. Okay? Because obviously RO lets water through, but it keeps larger molecules out. In fact, even the smallest chloride family molecules are relatively large. And and so if the RO unit is new, and it is well made with precision tolerances on its membrane, it might even filter out some of these C chloride molecules. Um, but an RO unit will not filter out fluoride atoms. If, as fluoride atoms are too similar in size, to the H2O molecules. They're too small. They're going to flow right through it, just like the water, and you're going to be getting just as much fluoride on an RO water as you would drinking tap, is essentially what he's saying here. So, the RO unit will not filter out fluoride atoms, as fluoride atoms are too similar in size. It's just, it's just, basically, it's just math. You know, R.O. manufacturers would see sales dry up if they admitted that their units cannot remove it. Oh, isn't that isn't that wonderful? The love of money is the root of all evil. That's so evil. Thus they will never admit it and will try to poison our efforts to give people unbiased information. There's the there's a link to the full report on that if you want that. Now the last thing in here, and I'm I'm just about done here. Is, I just saw this yesterday on, on uh, natural news. This is also another really cheap, cost effective cleanse you can do. Very old cleanse. I, I think I might have done this once. It's called the Master Cleanse. And you might have heard of it. It's really old. It's been around for like 50 years. Uh, it's effective in breaking down, built up of toxins in the body while contributing to short term weight loss. Ha- has made it popular for a woke, like spring detox. Like a spring house cleaning of your body, you know. Um, anyway, goes on to give you all of the um, history behind it. It's called the Master Cleanse. I, I heard about it early when I was a, a doctor working with the other doctor I was with. I think he did it. I think he might have done it, I don't know, at least once a month. Anyway, the, the, the classic single serve recipe of the Stanley Burrow Master Cleanse Detox is... Two tablespoons of lemon or lime. I would say this would preferably be fresh squoze, organic lemon would be ideal. Um, two tablespoons of genuine maple syrup. One tenth of a teaspoon of cayenne pepper. Ten ounces of water, hot or cold. Um, and then he gives even an alternative recipe if you can't uh, if you can't handle that. I guess because of the cayenne. Uh, cayenne is really good stuff too really really good stuff. You just got to be careful with it obviously. Don't don't take too much because I I've seen cayenne. I've had it happen to me a couple times where I took I took took it and I didn't have enough food. Oh man. Whew. Prepare to go into the fetal position and have a lot of fun. Because let me tell you, you take too much cayenne without enough food or if it's too high on the scoville units, oh boy. Yeah, prepare to experience Mr. Payne, because he's going to come a-knocking. And uh, you will get to know the fetal position well. Um, the thing is, is with cayenne, with habanero peppers, or any of those peppers you might think about taking, the higher the Scoville units, that's how peppers are rated, the more you got to be careful. I, I read this story the other day about this guy in South uh, Carolina He's created a pepper. It's a hybrid pepper from like one of the Caribbean islands or something. They, they transplanted it up here. I don't know what they did. It's probably like GMO. I don't even know. But they've created a pepper that's like 1.7 million Scoville heat units. A typical jalapeno pepper is 5,000 Scoville units. This is 1.6 million, okay? <laughs> pepper spray, I guess, I don't know if it's typical, is 2 million Scoville units, pepper spray. It's with the active ingredient, capsicum. Whenever you take muscle rubs, that like some of these muscle rubs, I found one at a Cracker Barrel not too long ago. Man, that stuff will light you up. But um, it, you, you put it on, and if you cover it, it'll get real hot, Particularly if you cover it with like neoprene or something, like if it's on an elbow joint, ooh, that'll light you up too. You gotta be careful. You gotta use anything cayenne. Just bear that in mind. That the, the stuff is it's powerful. Uh, anyway, that's the um, that's the master cleanse. And I give you all that. This is actually a thirty-eight page. It probably ended up being about a thirty-nine page PDF. But we hit all the high points. We got through it, and um, that's all we have for today. Okay, so I ended with about 10 minutes to spare on the recorder. Um, I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Uh, Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this this day and this time you've given us. Uh, I I thank you, Lord, for letting us come together again and explore these things. I pray that this information would be a blessing to the hearer, um, that they would be more equipped, Lord, to be able to fight evil, to not be ensnared in all the traps that Satan has laid for the body of Christ. And, and for those that are, that may be unsaved listening to this, and I pray that if they are unsaved, Lord, that, that you would save their souls, that you would lead them to um, my website, to click on that salvation tab link at the, at the top at continuefortruth.com And, um, or whatever way you, you want to lead them to the Lord, I just pray, Lord God, that would happen. Um I do pray, God, that you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed, as we forgive those who have sinned against us, and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer, that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults, that they would not have dominion over us, Lord, and and, uh, that your name would be glorified through um, my listeners, through the body of Christ, through this ministry, and um, that you would use us to win many souls to the Lord Jesus Christ. We ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.